ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومسيئات اعمالنا يهد الله فلا مضل له فمن يضل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتون الا وانتم مسلمون Beloved brothers and sisters we praise Allah the Almighty we believe in him we trust in him and we bear witness that whatever whomever Allah guides is guided aright and whomever Allah leads to err no one can guide them we ask Allah to bless his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam bless his family and his companions all of them amen Brothers and sisters in today's khutbah I want to just say what Allah said Wa antasumu khairul lakum in kuntum ta'lamun And that you fast is better for you if you but know Ramadan is almost halfway over Ask the Imam Imam Muhammad said to me I said imam how many people come to juma prayer he said it depends I said what you mean he said do you mean during ramadan or do you mean other than ramadan and what he said reminded me of my masjid and every masjid that i know every year during the month of ramadan There are people that we only see in Ramadan. You look for the halal for Ramadan. I look for certain brothers. If certain brothers come to my masjid, it must be Ramadan. But I want to I want to I want you to know who it is that is ordering us this month to fast but i want you first to just understand something i'm going to give you some information i want you to i want you to think about it if you ask the people in france what is your religion 64% of them a population of 66 million 41 point something million will say I'm Roman Catholic. What's your religion? Roman Catholic. 64%. But only 4.5% actually practice. So some 1,900,000 people of France actually practice. They claim to be Roman Catholic. but how many practice so therefore when you read in the almanacs and you read country by country you ask the question what is the religion what percentage is the religion that figure is misleading because the reality is how many practice islam is growing it's spreading no doubt there's no question even in moscow they're building a new masjid that will accommodate 60,000 worshipers everywhere you go you see the rise of islam and the muslims but the question is 
how many of them practice. So you ask them, what is your religion? They're quick to say, I'm a Muslim. But do you fast in Ramadan? That you fast is better for you if you but know it. A man, a desert Arab came to the Prophet He want to know about Islam. Five prayers a day. And the man asked this question. Is there more than these five prayers? No. Except what is extra. You have to do the five. But the extra, you don't. It's, it's not mandatory. It's sunnah. Extra prayer. Extra. And I to, you know, you know, think of, uh, about this for a moment. As you know, better than me, that when the Prophet ﷺ was given the commandment for prayer, Allah gave him the commandment of 50 prayers a day. Now listen to what the Prophet said ﷺ in his words. And I returned with those 50 prayers. I went back ready to leave the congregation 50 prayers a day you just stop for a moment and think about what 50 prayers a day is I returned with it Allah gave him the commandment 50 prayers a day 50 prayers it is until I ran into Musa and Musa alayhi salat wasalam said what did Allah command you he said 50 prayers a day Kala farjit ila rabika fa inna umataka dhalika go back and ask your Lord to reduce it because your ummah will not be able to do it so the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, listening to the Prophet who came before him, he goes back to Allah. And Allah reduces it. And you know it goes back and forth until there's five. Now and he confronts Musa. And Musa says, Go back and ask your Lord to reduce it. Your Ummah won't be able to do it. Huh? Huh? You mean to tell me they can't even do five prayers a day? Was Musa right? I'll let you figure that out. You ask the Muslims, do you, do you, uh, do you make salat? No, I don't make salat, but I'm a Muslim. What percentage of the Muslims actually practice? Now I want you to, I want you to think about this for a moment and then I'm going to try. I have a lot to say. I'm watching the clock and I know I'm supposed to stop at a certain time. You forgive me if I go a minute past. I ain't giving you no guarantees. I'm going to try my best. You know, so the, so the desert Arab wants to know about Salat. So the prophet said five. And then the prophet says, Siyamu shahru Ramadan. Fast in the month of Ramadan. Qala, halalayyigayruhu, is anything more? Qala, la, illa antitawwa'ah. We fast in the month of Ramadan. Do you know that there's some Muslims who fast every Monday and Thursday? They're used to it. There's some Muslims who fast Siyamu Dawood, the fast of Dawood. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The most beloved fast to Allah is the fast of Dawood. He fasted every other day. The fast, best prayer to Allah, the prayer of Dawood. So the Prophet said, La illa No, 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 just this Ramadan. 
Just do that. And then the Prophet said, Is zakat. Kala, hal alay you gairu has anything more than that? Kala la illa antutawa. No, no, he said, What is extra? And so the man turned around and said, Wallahi, la azidu ala hadha wa la ankusu minhu. I swear by Allah, I will neither increase nor decrease from that. Kala, alayhi salat wa salam. He will be successful if he's telling the truth. What I want to say today, maybe some of you here didn't fast yet. Not one day yet, Ramadan. Ramadan is almost halfway over. Maybe some of you didn't fast. I want to, to, to consider this. Those who haven't fasted yet, I want to encourage you to fast. But I want you to think about this. When I was in elementary school, about the third grade, they taught us a song, and I don't even remember the name of the song, but I remember a couple of the words of the song. It went something like this. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. And really... As a human being, you know what it's all about? It's all about getting to know Allah. Getting to know Allah. And he does not benefit at all if every human being fasted. He wouldn't benefit. We benefit. Think about this. Allah is so great. He said, فَمَنْ كَنَا مِنْكُمْ مَرِيدًا عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ عَيَامٍ Allah gives you the commandment to fast, but if you're sick or on a journey, make it up. Do you know that I traveled the whole month of Ramadan? At least half of the month of Ramadan, I'm traveling. I could technically make my fast up. I can eat right now. But I decided to keep my fast. For me, it's easier to do it now than to make it up. So alhamdulillah, even though Allah gave me a choice, I have never ever heard one scholar ever even hint that those who cannot fast in Ramadan for one reason or the other, and they make it up, first of all, Allah don't tell you when you have to make it up. You don't have to make it up in Shawwal. You don't have, you make it up when you can. So you can make it up in December. In December, the short days and the days are cool. So it's not like fasting in June, in July, or August. But yet, I've never heard one scholar say that if you make up this day with a legitimate excuse that Allah somehow diminishes it. I never heard that. However, what about you decided to wake up one day, I don't feel like fasting. You ain't got no excuse. You're not traveling. You're not sick. What happens there? The prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, said, whoever misses a day of Ramadan with no legitimate excuse, no traveling, no sickness, he said, even if you fasted every day for the rest of your life, you cannot make up that one day that you missed. Don't, 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 make, make sure you understand. Kafara, atonement, 
you have to make the day up. You owe it to Allah. There's a price to pay. If you don't pay it back, you owe Allah. So therefore, to make it up, you have to miss fast the day you missed. You make it up. It's an atonement, yes, but you don't, you don't get what you would have gotten from that day that you missed. I'll give you another example. Here is clear. Khari hadith, Muslim hadith, mutafakun alayhi. A man came to the Prophet alayhi salat wa salam. He said, halaktu. I have been destroyed. I'm ruined. The Prophet said, why? He said, I slept with my wife during Ramadan in the daylight hours. Okay? Now you missed it. You messed up the salat. Uh, you messed up the fast because of, you know, doing what Allah said don't do. So the Prophet asked him, can you free a slave? He said, no. Listen to the next one. Can you fast 60 consecutive days? Meaning because you missed that one day now to make atonement, you have to fast 60 consecutive days for that one day that you missed. And the man said, no. He said, can you feed 60 people? The man said, no. So the prophet remained silent. Soon after that, someone came with a large, uh, some large uh, pile of dates. He said, where's that man? He told the man, take these dates and feed 60 people. Listen to the man's response. The prophet said, you missed a day. Now you got to feed 60 people. You ain't got no money. Now the prophet give you something to pay 60 people. 60 people, right? So the prophet said, take it and feed 60 people. You know what the man said? Uh, ya Rasulullah, should I give this food to someone poorer than my family? Ain't nobody poorer in all of Medina than me. So the prophet, gave him the dates and said, feed your family with it. That's kafara. But you still can't make up the day, meaning get all of the rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, ala sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Alright, now let me move away for a moment and talk about getting to know you, getting to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want you, as you're thinking about fasting, and continuing to fast and do good deeds, because this is a special month. And it's special only because Allah made it special. Consider this. I'm in my masjid one day and I'm reading the Quran. And I come across this verse. Woman taskutu min waraka illa ya'lamuha. There is not a leaf that falls except Allah knows it. Let's think about this for a moment. So I leave my office and I go down walking eastward a long street to get my newspapers. And as I'm walking down the street, I'm thinking about this ayah. Not a tree, not a leaf falls except Allah knows it. And while I'm reading it, I'm looking on the ground and I see hundreds, if not thousands, of leaves on the ground. And I'm reading this ayat. And then I did some research. I want to know how many trees on this earth. How many trees? According to the scientists, over three trillion trees. 
Some trees have as many as 200,000 leaves. And you mean to tell me not one leaf falls except Allah knows it? Are you kidding me? Ah, the skeptic may say, all right, sir, but how do you verify it? How do you verify that Allah knows every leaf that falls? Our answer, you can't, except Allah said it in his Quran, we believe it. Allah speaks the truth. Another skeptic may say, this is trivial knowledge. So what? He knows every leaf that falls, so what? Ah, you missed the point. It shows you the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'll give you an example. How many people on this earth? Seven billion five hundred million people on this earth. You have witnessed this before. Two people talking to you, arguing, and each one of them are arguing their point, talking to you. You say, wait a minute, wait a minute. One at a time. One at a time. I, I, I can't. I, I, can't, I can't hear you, one at a time. I'll tell you something about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know how many languages on this earth? Some 6,500 languages. I want you to imagine five, uh, 7 billion, 500 million people all praying to Allah at the same time in their own language. And Allah hears all of them at the same time. This is the one that's asking you or ordering you to fast in the month of Ramadan. And you one more, then I, then I conclude. So far, I'm doing pretty good. I was at the airport in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, recently. And as I'm coming through security, I noticed that there's a security man with a dog, and the dog was smelling everybody smelled me and I was just fascinated you know and as I'm going around security I'm looking at this this security guard with a dog and all of a sudden he started smelling a man and he started you know making noise and barking and sitting down he got somebody now I'm gonna be honest with you don't don't get mad at me I just so happened that the security man was a white man and the man that the dog had smelled was a black man. So I got nervous. This is, I'm from the United States, I'm not from Canada. So I got my um, social media out. I wanna, I'm gonna see what happens. And I expected like six or 70 security guards to come out with their sticks and they're gonna beat that man down. So I'm getting ready. I wanna witness it. But something interesting happened. That man whom the dog had smelled started laughing. He was laughing. And then he walked out of line and he went somewhere. And I realized what happened. Every once in a while to make sure that these dogs are on it, they'll slip somebody in who have some kind of whatever they're looking for to see if they're, you know, doing what they're supposed to do. Why I say this? I want to just take a second to show you the greatness of Allah as a creator. You ever look at yourself? Seven billion, five hundred million people, every one of them have a different fingerprint. This is the creator. 
your individuality. Not only that, you may not know that, that your voice is distinctive from everybody else's voice. I was in Australia recently, met an Imam Saad from Medina, has a very unique talent. He is able to um, uh, mimic uh, 100 of the greatest reciters in, in the world right now. He can sound just like them. But those who know can distinguish the difference. Even try, though you try to imitate somebody, you have your own unique voice. Handwriting is different. It's unique. Let me give you one more in case you didn't know. Every one of us have a unique smell. Your smell is like, like anyone else. This is why dogs... Who some dogs have a sense of smell millions of times stronger than human beings. This is why when someone is looking for someone, they, they give the dog the shirt and they smell the shirt and they go find the person because your smell is unique. If you differ with this, if you uh, have doubts about it, go to Surah to Yusuf. When Ya'aqub, he said, I smell the scent of Yusuf. This is the greatness. You see what Allah said? Alam tara Allah sakara lakum ma fi wa ma Don't you see Allah has subjected for you everything in the heavens and earth? Everything in the heavens and earth, Allah subjected for us, the human beings. So now He tells you to fast. You're going to say, What? You know, right now they're training dogs to smell the breath of a man to determine if they have prostate cancer. I was, I was shocked five days ago. I learned in Cambodia. I didn't know this in Cambodia. You know, they have a lot of landmines. They're unexploded. They're training uh, rats to find these landmines and dig them up. Are you kidding me? This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the world. So, you know, listen, the fasting... Brothers and sisters, don't miss it. Even those who, you know, provide food for those who break the fast. Allah gives them the reward of those who fasted. Come on. I mean, I mean, come on. This men saw Ramadan iman and what they said and gufira lahu matakadama min them be. Whoever fasted a month of Ramadan, Allah forgive their sins. I mean, come on. It's too much. Even those who fast one day, one day. Allah keeps them a distance from the hellfire, the distance of 70 years travel. Come on. Those who fast will go, inshallah, in Jannah, in a, in a, in a certain gate, a rayan, just for those who fast. And only those who fast go to that gate. And after everyone who fasts go to that gate, they close the gate. Nobody else can get in. Why would you not fast? Why? Why would you not pray? Why? I remember I drove from New York to Atlanta, Georgia. We stopped at North Carolina to rest and to make salat. I went now. Uh, me and my two daughters, we went now. We're going to make salat. So we make salat, Allahu Akbar. And when I finished salat, I turned around and a whole long line of people had joined us. Strangers. We don't know them. They don't know me. They don't, oh, oh, there's Imam Siraj. No, they didn't know me. But they're praying for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I travel. And first thing I do, 
when I get to my location, ask the brothers. I always ask the question, which is the direction of the Qibla? What time is the prayer? Be the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So brothers and sisters, um, please, 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 those who are fasting, do more. Read the Quran, stand in Salat, all of that. Inshallah, you'll be successful. We ask Allah the Almighty to accept our fast for Him. We ask Allah the Almighty to help us to be slaves of His, to obey Him. We ask Allah the Almighty to tie the hearts of the believers together. We ask Allah the Almighty to help those Muslims around the world, help the Muslims in Yemen, help the Muslims in Iraq, help the Muslims in Somalia, Help the Muslims in Palestine. Help the Muslims in every part of the globe. Rabbana taqabal minna innaka anta samin alim. Rabbana la tu'akhidna inna sina ata'na. Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna islan kama hamatatu ladhina min qablina. Rabbana la tuhammilna ma la tuqita lina'bi. Wafur anna wakfilna warhamna wa anta maulana fansuna lawkamil kafirin. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.